forever. Dog. Hey, bitch. What is your whole deal? Hey, bitch. Just tell us how you feel. You wish for a sign from above. Well, here's a podcast about boy sex, fucking, dating, and love. Seek treatment. If you're boring as fuck, seek treatment. If you're unlucky in love, seek treatment. If you just can't take a hint, well, seek treatment. Ha. With Kat and Pat. Hey, Kat and Pat. And welcome to Seek, Seek Treatment, Treatment, a podcast about, about boys, sex, fucking dating, dating and love. And I'm gonna cut right to the chase. I'm feeling a bit under the weather. Cut to the chase, which I wouldn't mind, except for that tomorrow we're going to Philly to do two shows yeah. back to back, and, and I have I'll be, to sing for like I'll, an hour. I'll be public. Time. I'll be public about the fact that I identify with an as an enemy of the theater we're performing at. I can't wait for you to go off. I'm on gonna them. go off on stage. Regarding tell, tell the listeners why. Okay, so this is what happened. As you know, I the, the theater for one for me loves cat family. They're my family. Yeah, they're Catherine's family. They, Sisters. And, and the problem is I kind of want them to be my family. And um, and they, that was definitely a real possibility. You can't choose your family. Yeah, well then, but then what about chosen family? <laughs> <laughs> but um, so anyways. Um, then so, what about that? Let me paint you a picture, okay? Picture, girl. It's, it's actually last fall. I am just, my, my stupid little ass just turned 30 <laughs> years young. So. That feels like 17,000 years ago. And you know what it was? When we both lived in Crown Heights. I've now... That's a period piece. (laughs) Now is a moment in which I, for one, (laughs) have considered all the options and have decided that, yeah, I've actually heard everything. Like that we both were living there. We both... I've lived eight places since Crown Heights. (laughs) Um, There was only... We we lived in the same neighborhood and we only saw each other in that neighborhood like one time. I know. When I made beet smoothies. And one time I got lunch with your eggs. Love. Do you remember that? Yeah, I thought that was... Yeah, like, and then we met friends. you when you were having the best burrito I ever tasted. Yes, and I you was... gave me one bite. It was so good. I was like, "Where'd you get this? Where'd you get this?" And do you know that I literally that morning had just, like, I just slept with. Um... Oh, you were opie dopey. We were opie dopey, and <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like getting absolutely railed, and then fell asleep next to my boyfriend, and then oh woke up and was God. like, "I'm hungover," and then he went to lunch with you, and I was like, "I'm gonna get." Fucked again, mouth style with a burrito. Mouth style with a burrito. I was trying to think of a tweet that then it turned out sounding too depressing, and it was just like the only, the, literally the only time in life that I'm not thinking about food is when I'm getting penetrated vaginally or even mouth style. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> but then I knew people were going to comment, "What about anal?" Oh, I hate when you. <laughs> and know, I'd be like, "Stop!" I hate when people try to be funny on your page. I know. <laughs> it's don't. like you're ruining it for me. Like this is. I love your bio so much. Don't be psycho oh, on my, my page. page. I think I just changed it to something else. No. Wait, let me see what I. I, I that isn't right. I forgot what I changed it to. Listeners are gonna freak the fuck out when they hear me live this on air. This one simple hack. This one simple hack of reading your bio <laughs> on your podcast. Um, Boys are going crazy for this one hack. <laughs> Oh, I oh, it's I have a huge problem with most of the people I follow on this app. <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> um, but you invented being funny. Oh, stop. Okay. Do you know who invented it? Um, the greats, the three stooge. I hate when a straight guy's like the greats, Carlin, <laughs> Dangerfield. Like that's what a straight guy will say to you. If they, a straight guy finds out they're comedian, like this is the these are the questions. This is what a forty year old straight baby boomer will say to you once they hear that you do comedy. They'll say, "So what's your shtick?" Yeah, yeah, let me let me pick you to kind of piggyback off that. I'm in Queens on Sunday doing a festival. The big security guard is this big guy from Queens, this big old guy from Queens. I'm Goodness. like, is this the performer's entrance? He's like, yeah, you performing? What do you do? I'm like, I'm a comedian. You're a comedian? Huh. You're funny. We should do. We should do an act together. 
Well, he, he like like he had to say that. Yeah, like there was no world in which he couldn't say that. It's a physiological response <laughs> to to meeting a comedian. Me, big men and queens have evolved like through natural selection to actually have to say that. And they always towards yeah, me. they always ask you if you studied the greats like Dangerfield. And I was saying no, actually, if you believe it or not, I haven't studied the greats. If you like believe it or not, the only thing I know, here are the things to know about comedy. One time seeing Dane Cook in high school on YouTube. <laughs> here's the second. Here's another thing I know. Literally watching Molly Shannon lick her armpit mm-hmm. in Superstar the film. Sherry O'Terry. And then the last reference I want to throw out is just like me. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I'm just to borrow a phrase from Lady Gaga. <laughs> Honey, I was born this way. And that's what that song's about, actually. It's not about queer rights. It's about being not born Not even funny. gay rights. It's about if you're born funny or not. And it's, uh, it's not, not only is it not about queer rights, but not even gay rights. It's kind of the most palatable mainstream form yeah. of queer. Yeah, gay is, gay is sort of gay. Mm. Queer is still sort of like, ooh, what's that? Yeah. For parents and people in Queens who ask me if we should do act and act together. Uh huh. And, um, but wait, oh, so. So the bio. No, the, not the bio, but this is a couple of sidebars away from. I know. We're, we're talking, you know what got us here? Hacking the mainframe. What got us here was talking about Crown Heights. Because it was what, a year ago. Oh, because this is why I hate the theater. Okay, so. Hate the what? The theater. Oh, yeah. The theater. And not in general. He says this a very specific theater. Because this is, because, yeah. I <laughs> that hate. I happen to love and I will not stand for this. And if you want, after this, I can go absolutely off on Slave Play, which I saw. You saw it. It made me horny as fuck. Really Had good, right? Fucking When I see a picture of you at the theater, I'm like. Best. I know. He didn't tell me he was going. Well, it was really last minute. Bo had extra okay. tech. Okay. Bo had extra tech. Do you see that picture of Ansel Egort wearing like a yeah, I, cultural I, I appropriation him, sweater? And I saw him. I saw him in person. I didn't know that was what he looked like. And I, I literally said because because um <laughs> they were taking a really long time to bring the tickets out to me and Bo, and for some reason like mm-hmm. you had to you had to go. You weren't Ansel Egort. Yeah, yeah. You had to go. <laughs> it was such a line for people who weren't Ansel Egort. You, you basically <laughs> had to like find some find any someone who, who like would tell you that you had to get the tickets from this guy. Uh-huh. This man. It was like a amazing race style to find the man in the gray suit he will give you tickets and then he was giving everyone else tickets before us and then he gave this guy in this crazy sweater these tickets and i was like i was like okay good good thing that guy is getting in like sarcastically and bones like that's ansel Igor. <laughs> and i was like okay whatever no what we're it's we're whatever towards slubs i don't care yeah i'm, I'm definitely whatever towards ansel e- that and then um, <laughs> but one person I wasn't whatever towards Pencil that I wasn't or I wasn't and I'm not whatever towards um Jake Gyllenhaal you you have emotions for him yeah you know what okay I, literally in a dream I dreamed of that my album should be called Modern Emotions like if I was a pop star yeah the Carly Rae style what is her thing called it's just emotion emotions? yeah okay so I'm sort of taking a that modern step take further. on it's kind of a modern take <laughs> on emotion like you know when you have an, an idea in a dream that seems amazing and you wake up and you're like no mm-hmm. I literally was like modern emotion is brilliant <laughs> <laughs> okay so it's, it's one calendar year ago Brian and Catherine both are living in Crown Heights that doesn't really come into the story but just so you have a little I want to go to my ramen place. No, you know where I want to go back to? Hmm. Our spot. Mm-hmm. 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 We haven't been in a very mm-hmm. long time. A very long yeah. time. <laughs> you know, they wonder about it. It's um, so good. I know. You know what I can't stand? You know what culture I can't stand? Ooh. I think it's the grossest thing people Whose culture do. can't you stand? No, 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 no. The, I know, I know. The I know. part of culture. I know, I know. I know. Imagine I'm just like absolutely eviscerated. <laughs> you're real, you're absolutely racist. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I have to distance myself from you professionally and publicly. Um, and personally. And personally. And um, no, the culture of when it's like a restaurant that has pictures of famous people who have been there on the wall. I know. That's a hard part of culture for me to swallow. And you know who's always on it? 
pizza. Mariska Hargitay is always on those She's, walls. Well, you know, she you, gets around. People don't know this about her, but she actually is one of the only people on earth who can be in more than one place at once. <laughs> yeah, she can. She has that power. Yeah. And so she's at one pizza restaurant. She's very well likely at another one across town. Right. Yeah, you have your photo taken in both. Yeah. It's like, yeah, how does she find the time to get to so get many to pizzerias? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, but that shooting schedule, I'm sure, is absolutely brutal. <laughs> Being performative friends with Taylor for one week, for one week of her life. Yeah, Ben. One week of those friends with Taylor. <laughs> yeah, Ben. Um, one time I had a dream, I knew all the words that song. Um, you know what, when I, this is y'all like, when I would, um, rent jet skis with my family oh my God. in Florida and I would like, I was young enough that like my dad would drive and I'd ride on the back. Yeah. He would yell that part. He would yell that the lyrics to that song. Why? I don't, cause it's a fun song. Dads will do that. Dads will go <laughs> off. Your dad tried to participate in council culture yesterday. <laughs> my dad showed up an hour late to our dinner and then acted like it was casual. Oh my God. He was like, I thought you said seven. I was like, no, six. I actually said six dad. And I felt like I was in a sitcom where I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's so not like that. Like, it's totally. the opposite of our family. And so well, for me to be like, I tried one time to set this nice thing up for us. Yeah. And I had to pay for the dinner because like he, oh, got to charge him for money. And if it wasn't, um, and if it wasn't, um, a sitcom, it would be a drama where it's like, dad, I'm supposed to be the kid and you are <laughs> supposed to be the father. It was like that. Um, and, um. This is really sexual. I've never seen a halfsy like this. Oh, I know. So Catherine's holding up a half, like, kind of egg carton for cups. What, no, what, what I'll call this is PR girl intern. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Coffee moment. Clutch. Yeah, yeah. By which I mean it's one of those cart. What material is this? I, I call it, like, egg crate. Kind yeah, of. it's egg crate, but for coffees. Yeah. And so normally, I, and this is normal. Wait, but actually see, people drag us and, um. Maybe we said. For talking too much about. No, for. Ta- single, dragging PR girls? No, for single use. For. For using single use shit. Okay, I, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. I, I, okay. <laughs> okay, you know how hard it is to be alive. I know. If I this isn't what is single. This isn't single use. I know that's not single use. This is liter- This is the material. That the only way I know how to describe it is like you recycle it. Yeah, yeah totally. totally <laughs> right. Make it ugly. So you know how to like. It's like wait, you know, it, it's mashed up different things. So that's how you know talking it's recyclable. To, you know what someone I was talking to told me today. <laughs> someone I was talking to today told me that um. <laughs> That did you know that they Stop told me? It's <laughs> not a sentence. Someone who I was talking to today told me that. Did you know that? Um, <laughs> that recycling, the only recycling isn't real, and um, the only reason people still do it is because it took us, it took them so long to get people to recycle, and now because I guess China used to buy our recycles, hmm. recyclables, and now um, China doesn't want them anymore, which I totally get. And, um, and so, I wouldn't want them either yeah. at this point. <laughs> and so. But now, like, but this person basically was saying that now the only reason that the country still makes us recycle is because they're embarrassed that they tried so hard to get us to recycle and now no one wants it anymore. And it also goes into the ocean. That, like, I I don't know anything about anything really, but that doesn't sound true. I watched Blackfish. It changed my life. Never seen it. Changed my life. And there you are drinking a water bottle. Stop. How much did it really change your life? Well, that's Patrick, not what. Well, that's not what Blackfish. Is, well, that's not what Blackfish is about. I just I'm really sad that I have to sing tomorrow. Like, and I have a sore throat. It's yeah. gonna be okay, right? Totally. I always think it will be okay, though. Okay. But anyways, the theater. So Can we tell them about how we're getting there, though. 
Taking an Escalade. We're taking an Escalade. My cousin who works at Cadillac. Who's gay. Lending me- not to out him, but he is gay. <laughs> he's gay. And he's gay. And one day, that's I, just a part of who he is. That's and, not doesn't define him. And I want one day. I want to hook up with him. So and date him. So that um, I'm Catherine's aunt. And she has yeah. to do what I say. You have to do what I say <laughs> if I'm your aunt. I'll do what you say no matter what. Yeah, totally. Um, where is he's lending me an uh, an Escalade, and we're gonna drive to Philly in an Escalade. That's how you go. With our guy. It is so psycho for us. Um, I thank God I'm not driving because I'm bad at driving. I know. I, you know, there's a, there's a really scary moment when I realized that my new license hadn't come in the mail yet. And I was like, I can't drive to Philly if I don't have a license. And I was like, well, pack and drive. And I knew you'd be weird about it. Yeah. Well, no, I could drive. You would have done it. But I know. if I was driving, I mean, we would all as a community be nervous about me driving your uncle's Escalade. Or do you feel safer knowing it's me behind the wheel? Kind of. I actually, yeah, I'm Texas. Yeah, you're Texas. But I'm a Long Island. I should be good at driving. But it's funny. In my family, every other person's good at driving. That's funny. Yeah. That's. <laughs> and I'm not. That's Target. <laughs> yeah. Target. <laughs> but wait, so this theater. So a year ago, it's the fall time. to paint. Wait, it's been 12 minutes. I thought it was. It was like 45. I thought I was, I was going to look up. It's going to be two hours. I know. What's wrong with today? Thank God I canceled on therapy. It's um. Believe it's an unbelievable feeling. I'm it's gonna, actually crazy that I have the kind of show tonight that I can't cancel on. Oh, I oh yeah, I canceled on a show last night. I, la- I was laughing at your text. Oh, I know. There's no jug better than canceling a show. Than canceling a show today. No, Especially but actually, because I don't want to cancel on shows and book me on your shows. But uh, whatever, don't edit that out. You're it's just like, one person. I'm just one person being real. I'm not Mariska Hargitay. I can't be everywhere at once. I know. I wonder which other celebrities have that power. Yeah, um, I want to say someone like um. Even someone like, um, mm. um, I don't know, who's like always around? Like Justin Long. Oh, yeah. I met him one time. He, he ruined my picture one time. Mm. I was trying to take a picture with Just Friend Josher, and he was like, oh, you want a picture with all three of us? And I was Obviously like, not. Yeah, sure. That being said, he's a friend of the pod, and yeah, we'd love to have him on. I know, we love to have doesn't him on. Doesn't he actually have a podcast that's like, par- like doesn't he have a podcast? Yeah, when, yeah. And he does have a podcast. It's not Forever Dog. Then yeah. I don't really care about it. Because <laughs> yeah. I'm a loyal. I'm a loyal. Blood is thicker than water. Blood is so much thicker. And we're a family. And we, when, in the words of, Car- in the immortal words of Caroline Manzo, yeah. we're a family and we're thick as thieves and we stick together till the end. I remember that. Yeah. So go on. It's so the time. theater, one year ago, it's fall, 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 fall. I just turned 30. I'm feeling a little weird about you. You're a gay man. You just turned 30. This is, these are the thoughts running through my head. So. Did you wake up on your 30th birthday being like, I wonder if I'm still gay? No. Okay. I knew I was. Yeah, that's beautiful. I woke up like first thought, still gay. <laughs> I looked at the clock, still gay. Every morning. Uh, yeah, <laughs> every morning. This again? <laughs> I'll get that nightmare continues. I'm just kidding. Being gay is a beautiful experience. I know. People actually get mad at me that I'm not gay. Totally. And I, tr- I, I actually told a lover that I'm open to having a threesome with a woman. Yeah. Do you guys like that? Yeah. Do you guys like that? Yeah. She's got to be a it's, certain type of gal. It's so interesting to me. What's so interesting to me know, as a sexual entity is when you find out, and this isn't like um, if a, a straight couple has a three-way with another man, that's so interesting to me. Mm-hmm. One time I had mm-hmm. the opportunity to have a man, man, woman threesome when I was really high. And you know what I said? Mm-hmm. I would need more Molly and we couldn't get any more Molly. So it didn't happen. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so the um, so one year ago, it's after October, and it's the leaves are turning, the birds are chirping. It's been, it's been two years since the election, mm-hmm. um, and that doesn't come into the story, but that's just mm-hmm. where we are in American history. Mm-hmm. 
And my friend and friend of the pod course, Mary Beth Barone, mm-hmm. said, I would like, we should do a I show. I was going to say, good we got to get her on. We got to get her on. She's like, we should go do a show at Good Good. I said, absolutely. I would love to split a show with you because this is when it was really in vogue. And um, <laughs> so, literally, months in advance, we like, I said we were doing a show, like they gave us this weird date. And they met every day. We met every day. But we had a conference call with Good Good Theater every single day for three months, <laughs> confirming the show. Then six, I took off work from my nanny job. This is where I was. I, I had to like tell them it was this whole thing, like find coverage, whatever. Six days before we get an email. And do you know what the electronic mail says? The electronic mail says, hey, so actually um, Jabuki Young White's schedule changed and he can do that night. So you can't anymore. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and just to be a kind of 30-year-old gay man, to be told that a 24-year-old schedule changed so you're kind of ousted <laughs> is a really unique experience. <laughs> and um, I'll never forget that that was done to me ever, 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 because that's my personality. I'm mm-hmm. a Scorpio. But, you know, I think it does show a huge amount of personal growth that when you said, mm-hmm. will you open for me at these shows? I said, mm-hmm. I said, Patrick Owen ass Regan. <laughs> Holding on to anger is like drinking poison and wanting the the comedy theater to die. Mm. 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 So anyways, I like your crew neck moment. Thanks. I, well, I had my personal trainer this morning. Oh, how is that going? Um, It's actually amazing. She just quit the gym. So I, she, I actually need a new one. <laughs> Do you have it like super early? So here's the thing that's been happening with me. I just feel really out of it, like I'm sick, and it's making me really anxious. I definitely have like a runny nose, so I can relate to you on okay, that Okay, so maybe it's just that. Yeah. And that I've maybe sleeping. you being sick is just that I have a runny nose. I think that's it, probably. Um, so for the past two weeks, I've been doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 10 a.m. with my trainer. But this Wednesday, I slept through it. Oh. So I had to deal with that guilt. Yeah. And... She is cool. She's a ballet dancer, but she just quit the gym. So, I, but I think I'm actually happy because I think I actually want a man to train me. Okay, not a girl's so girl. So I can be. I'm not a girl's girl. Yeah, I think that's on the record. <laughs> no, I just think I'll like try to impress a man more. Totally. Yeah. yeah I'm just being honest with who I am at this. No, point in I'm time. addicted to hearing um the mm-hmm. conversations between specifically woman trainees and their mm-hmm. male trainers. Mm-hmm. Like just kind of figuring out that dynamic um is so interesting to so me. So sexy, especially yeah, if they're both straight. It's like this like. It's this interesting dynamic. I uh, Yeah, I hope it's like someone that I'm trying to impress because then I'll do my best and I won't like fuck around as much. Yeah. This girl, she's sweeping out. She's a little too soft on me. Should I could I be like, ow, and she'd be like, do eight instead. I wonder how long it would take me to get hot if I had a trainer. Not hot, but like porny. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was really nice for you to text me that I looked thin last night because I really look – I've been feeling really overweight. You looked um, – Not that that's thin. not bad. Yeah. Not that that's, not that's good. Bad. And um, oh whatever. Um, uh, wait, what was I going to say? I don't know if I can get through this. What the podcast? I just feel like I'm like about to fall asleep, and I just worked out, so it doesn't make sense. Hmm. Well, we'll just keep going, I guess. Yeah. Um. What are you doing this week? Oh, so we're going to the thing. Yeah, we're gonna go to Philly, and then are we spending the night? Wow, I'm open to it. I think I sort of think we should just because if with show ends, it's gonna be so, I'm gonna be so tired after doing two shows totally, at like yeah. eleven. Yeah, but I have well, to find an Airbnb. Stay, yeah, an Airbnb. 
kind of bleak. Yeah. I don't like Philly or care about it really. Um, yeah, I don't either. No offense, no offense. No offense, no offense, no offense. There's a thriving art scene there, which I do respect. Yeah, and, but you know what they don't respect is me, but you know who they do respect is Jabuki Young White, <laughs> who's my actual dear friend, and I support, 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 but I think mm-hmm. he would even agree with me that... Um, that that was really not ideal. A, not ideal thing to happen. I'm gonna take a picture of my throat. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. I had a canker sore last week that um that just truly wouldn't go away for so long, and it really taught me gratitude because now it's like I still remember how I remember when I had the canker sore, thinking to myself, um, God, every moment is so annoying when you have a canker sore, and now even when I'm in a bad mood, I could think, well. Hey, Pat, guess what? You don't have a canker sore anymore. Oh, my God. This picture is so scary. Um, What else? It's um, really scary. Yeah, that's I'm sorry scary. I did The that. inside of your throat it can be really scary. I really would like to get my tonsils out one day. I will have to nurse you back to health because it's really traumatic. Um, Wait, what was I going to say? I um, I... Uh, I'm, I canceled on therapy. I'm so excited. But I kind of took advantage of the system because essentially, like, my Medicaid ran out in June and they called me to renew it. So I did. I called up. I was, like, very proud of myself. Called up, renewed it. I am very proud of That's hard. Then I went when I went to my therapy, which is, like, this weird kind of, like, factory setting, I was like, hey, my insurance, I think, changed. And they're like, no, that's totally fine. That's totally fine. They kind of, like, they never let me finish my sentences there, those people at that desk. Mm-hmm. And then I, they got they called me this week and they're like, "Hey, your th- your therapy was your insurance was terminated on um in June, and if you don't figure it out, you have to pay us for every session you've had since June." No. And so then I was like, "Whatever, I'll just call them and figure it out." But I was freaking out, kind of. And then it ended up playing into my favor because I really didn't feel like going today. I was able to call my therapist and be like, "Hey, so I'm just really stressed about this like mm-hmm. insurance thing. I just want to put it on hold till it's all figured out." And it was this really amazing excuse I had to not go. Yeah, but you should also really keep going. You know what's the dream is when your therapist gets when your therapist cancels because they're sick. Because then not only do you not have to go that day, but you kind of have the right then to tell them you're sick the next time, and then you get to miss two. That's the best. Yeah, I just sent a picture of my throat to um my lover, and he said it doesn't look that bad. Is he a doctor now? He sort of pretends to be a doctor when it comes to my throat. He actually kind of pretends to be a doctor towards me because I'm always freaking out. Remember my huge tonsil nightmare um, in the winter? Yeah. Oh, that that's... was like almost a year ago. Oh, I no, it's not it. true. He he thinks he knows about throats. Why? Um, I don't know. I feel like I know about throats because I've been through such a journey with mine. Now, is there something you didn't really notice? That you're um about me having a ponytail. I got a haircut, Pat. Oh, well, you're, it's tied back, sweetheart. Do you, want to, do you want to take a look? Yeah. I might give him a little look-see. Give a little taste for daddy. Yeah, give daddy a little taste. <laughs> Be a good girl for daddy. So, no. That makes me horny. But Does not, it really? Not in your voice. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> oh, that looks good. But I love long. But I like that. It is long. I know. So I love it. <laughs> I love. Does it look different? My hair is long. I think that's. Tell me, does so it look different? Exciting. Yeah. Um. No, it looks pretty similar to me, to be honest. But doesn't it look a little cleaner. Um. It does look. It looks shorter. Yeah. Even. Yeah, I got a haircut, that's good. and I, then I was late to therapy because of it. Weird. Weird. Weird huh? how that works. Kind of tarjay. 
Um, uh, kind of a touchy moment. I've been bullet journaling. I've been going okay, yeah, that's off. that's what we really need to dig into because you sent me a video that I I wanted to watch the whole thing. The people I was with didn't want to watch the whole thing, and I was like, oh, I yeah. really want to watch the whole thing. Yeah, it was twenty ideas for monthly spreads. Oh, I forgot to bring you the journals. Oh fuck, that's okay. okay. I, I'm see, you tomorrow, see you tomorrow. Basically, basically, also tomorrow. Basically, I'm driving what? you to Nesquik to Philadelphia. <laughs> and um, okay, I want to wait, shout you, out wait, the girl. How, what do you think the seating arrangements will be? Okay, so seating arrangement. No, so, I think um, you sit in the front with me. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, anyways, um, wait. So I, as we all know, it's well documented on this podcast that I've started bullet journaling, or as as the girl who works for Seventeen Magazine, who I'm addicted to, says, mm-hmm. Bujo. No. She has bujo. She's like, for when you're when you're doing your bujo, you have bujo? to just, that girl's arms are very oh long my God. and she's very um Is that the girl you sent me? So the girl I sent you is my favorite one. There's another she girl is... who works for Sunday magazine who doesn't hold a candle, but for some reason they give her more videos. Huh. This girl I was so deeply unhinged and if your whole life revolves around journaling, then what are you journaling about? I know. Well it's not like you're real, journaling about journaling. But it's not journaling, journaling, it's like planning. It's like day planner. Yeah, so let's talk talk us through it. Okay, how so, did it come into your life? Okay, this is how it came to my life. So first of all, I want to say I'm gonna I'm gonna post the link of this woman who belongs in an asylum <laughs> on our Patreon. Okay, so if you want to watch a woman who has completely unraveled and belongs away from society, oh, you need to go God. on our channel on our Patreon and watch. But also, like you'll learn. But also, she's so talented; she does amazing work. So <laughs> if um, you want to see a woman <laughs> who doesn't belong in society. <laughs> so um. Oh so my god! How, so basically, as we know on this podcast, <laughs> I follow um, actually distance running. There is this steepler, Colin Quigley. Catherine, look at me, gorgeous girl. She used to be a model in Missouri. She was discovered in a mall, but then she went oh, to FSU. Tail is old as time. Yeah, tail is old as time to be in Missouri, have a big mouth, and get discovered for modeling, and then yeah, big like, smile, big smile, huge mouth. You yeah, bigger, love that. However big you're thinking, bigger. Yeah, I love that. Bond. Gets discovered in a mall in Missouri, ends up leaving her, <laughs> mo- ends up leaving her, actually her modeling, but it's never clear, like, that's for some reason the stat everyone throws around about her in the running community, but then sometimes it's like, did you really model? You know what I mean? Like, it's like, I've never seen you in the magazines. I said last night, actually, I think, you know, actors are models, so I'm a model. Totally. One time a hot person said, you're a model, right? Because they heard me talking about um my Walmart commercial. Oh, nice. Yeah. And anyway. Congratulations. Thanks. Is our guest here? Okay, cool. Right. Um, and so Colleen Quigley um, posts on her Insta story her habit tracker, which mm-hmm. is a f- form of bullet journaling. And that's what made me um, really start to look into what bullet journaling was. And bullet journaling is generally what you're going to do. So bullet journaling, that, how much did I talk about it last time? Not. You didn't talk about Essentially, it. Essentially, it was invented by like this straight guy who's super boring and monotone. And I never saw him, but I can picture what he looks like. And it's just like a, an analog system of like making to-do lists, essentially, and like making your own planner mm-hmm. on the fly. Mm-hmm. Then these basic white girls got a hold of it and they went absolutely off. Um, they brought colored pens into the mix and markers. The- the way they speak about the colored pen, as if we all have like a dark orangey gold kind of like thin tip marker to color in an acorn. I, did, I didn't know how deep it went. Like I, I, it goes deep. It is so, I mean, it is, it's like you either do that or cognitive behavioral therapy. It's the same. <laughs> totally. I mean, I just figured out, I just learned how to do faux calligraphy. You just, I, I'm really excited to see your you journal. Just, you just thicken the um, downstrokes. 
Downstroke. Anyways, um, that's that's so, bujo language. So you open your bujo, and <laughs> you, the first thing you're going to do is separate the first three pages and make that your index. And um, your index is going to be you're going to number every page of your whole bujo the whole time you're doing it. And so you're going to always refer back to your index and keep entering things as you make them. <sighs> uh, after your index, you're going to make your future log, which is divided into six sections that's a spread a spreads when it's two pages like open and um you make one each each of one box like representative of the next six months and then you can write like big things that are coming up in those sections then your next spread is your monthly where it shows like your big tasks and goals for the month and also big appointments for the whole month at a glance you can look at your whole month at a glance then we're going to go ahead and do a weekly spread. It's controversial in the Bujo community. Some people believe in weeklies. Some people believe in dailies. Some people believe in weeklies and dailies. And I actually do weeklies and dailies, but I only put my events on my weekly. And I do um, tasks and events on my daily. I'm going to need to see, like, your journal to understand. Yeah, totally. But and then, I really – I'm getting – I kind of want to do it. And then you can just do, like, random sections. Like that, It's like a planner, but you can, like, customize it. So it's like – I was like, oh, I want to have something to keep track of my shows. So it's like I just made a section that was called, like, upcoming shows. And then they have things called, like, collections where it's, like, anything that's mm-hmm. – any tasks that are all around one kind of project. And then you can make up a, a collection page that will be, like, to-do, notes, whatever. And, like – Yeah. And then, again, put that in your index. Uh, create a design around it that – um. It's just like a fun way to schedule because I need it to be fun to schedule because I have trouble scheduling. I think this is really good for you. I have like a million color pens now. Now I do have an orange. I do have an orange yeah, to color I, an acorn in with. Yeah, it's like it, I just didn't know that it, if I clicked on the video you sent me like thirty seconds in, I'd be hearing about coloring in an acorn. Yeah, because I thought I was hearing about uh, journaling and a, ca- a calendar. No, it's not. And it's journaling. really more about acorns. It's a, yeah, it's a huge, acorns are a huge. Part I mean, of the I really lifestyle. didn't know that. <laughs> um, I have chills. Do I have a fever? Um, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I always this is hell. You know what's the worst is when you think you have a. It's like you have a fever, and then someone takes your temperature, and they're like, "You don't have a fever." I know. It's like, yeah, I do, do. actually. Yeah, I get that. You know what else? I don't like when they put you um on those like body mass index machines, and they're like, "You're clinically obese." And I know. I'm, like, I'm not. I I know. I'm like, you're Wait, fucking that hap- stupid. That happened to a real housewife on um. Happens every happens everyone. Yeah, happens, machines are rigged. Yeah, the government truly. is. No, those machines truly like um. Those machines like ruin days. Ruin days, and they're. I won't say lives. I'll they're say so harsh. Those really machines. hard days. Yeah. Those machines have an agenda, those machi- and it's those machines are body shaming. Those machines think that on the magazines, the models is how people actually look, and the machines don't realize that even the models are airbrushed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So those, if that's the standards that those machines want us to be, so if that's not realistic. So if any of those machines are subscribers to the pa- Patreon. Or even the podcast. Then you're going to want to go ahead and unsubscribe. Unsubscribe. If you're a machine that calculates body mass index, we don't want we your We don't money. want you to listen to we our We don't podcast. want your money. <laughs> we don't want your blood money <laughs> that, you make from, that you make from ruining people's lives. Days, Pat. For what? Days. A dollar? <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. You're sick. Oh, my God. I um, si- Oh, you know what? I, I hate you know, those kind of people I- that are like, you go to the gym, you go to the gym, they're like... It's like a suburban gym. They're in the office. Oh, they're in the office. They come out. I they know, say hi. You mean. And they're trying to talk to you. They're like, what are you? It's like, so what are your goals? What are they wearing? Clipboard, yeah. It is. It's, it's like it's kind of like pants. athletic pants. And it's like a. It's like actually a black polo shirt. Yeah, but there's, there's also a version where it's like they're wearing a suit in a gym type space. <laughs> yeah. And that's when I really start to worry. Yeah. <laughs> because it, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't it's unnecessary. Sense. And it makes me feel uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I hate when you go to the gym? You think you have it figured out. You think if I just keep doing this, I'm going to get um a real great porn body. And then you see yeah. someone doing something you've never even heard of, and it's like, oh god, like should I be doing that? There's this whole ropes. Time? There's ropes in well, ways that I didn't know there were. I know. 
I, I, um, I always wonder if I should figure out, uh, you know, what's the buzz around ropes. Well, we'll find that out uh, when we bring in our guests. Okay. I'm going to go pee if that's okay. Yeah, that's, that's so okay. Put your ears open. I mean, this this guest is. This guest is. One of, she's one of your people on the planet. And I just think about her all the time. I hope she knows that. Um, put your ears open. For, for Ruby, Ruby McAllister. Forever. Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.